worldtalkradio.com. Human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we will learn to utilize each of them to the maximum and learn to make decisions about what we want and how we want to feel. What a concept, and one we will explore today on the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. On our program, we'll address who you are, why you're here on this planet, how to go within, how to come to know what you believe, and why. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from beautiful, but today rainy, uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. Always lovely to have a little rain here. You know, this program is all about self-improvement, and every now and then I come across a tool that I think is outstanding. Life Flows Project Meditation is one of the best self-improvement tools I've found yet. Um, I've used brain entrainment uh, brainwave entrainment programs before, and this is by far the best I've seen. I'm on my third month month with it now, and, and I'm loving it. They have graciously given me some programs to give away to the listeners of the show, and we still have some left. So if you're interested, go to the self-improvement blog. You'll see a little article about it. You can fill out the form, the contact form at the bottom of the article, or you can send me an email. Just send it to Irene at the self-improvement blog. It's a program that covers 10 months, and it's worth $670. So it's well worth your time to um, send me a little email and say that you'd like to have it. Nobody's going to keep calling you forever. I'll just turn your name in, and they'll contact you and get you on the program. This week on the Self-Improvement Blog, you're going to find, as usual, pictures of our guest and her bio. There's an article about the importance of family, and the picture with that article is the Jonas family. I find them so delightful, I just really needed to put the whole family on the front page of the blog. So go take a look. There are also a number of videos about them, and they are delightful. I listen to them when I need a feel-good session. If you haven't heard the children say, work hard, get dirty, use good soap, it's worth a listen. And please stay on till the end so you can hear the goat and all the giggles. It's just it's just so uplifting. You know, most of us women like nice things. Men do too. You know, Men like nice things. And one of the nice things we appreciate is soap that smells good and makes our skin feel clean and soft. Soap that doesn't have all the chemicals in it. And we like soap that doesn't leave scum on the tub, the shower walls, and us. When I read the claims about goat milk stuff, I thought, yeah, right. I wonder if the publicist uses it. And then I tried it. I, I, I don't put anything on the show that I don't try first. And my only regret about trying goat milk stuff is that I gave some of it away. I, it's wonderful stuff, and I hope I never run out. It's every bit as good as the claims say. And in fact, not long ago, I was in the shower to discover my shampoo had disappeared. Now, things do that around my house. They sort of walk from one bathroom to the other. I find that 
quite interesting. And not wanting to get out of the shower to hunt for my shampoo, I grabbed the bar of goat milk soap and used it on my hair. I'm thinking, oh, I wonder what I'll look like. Luckily, it turned out really nice. You know, I was quite surprised. My hair smelled good. It looked fine. Nobody would know I used this bar of soap to do that. You know, (laughs) this stuff is wonderful. And the story of how it came about and how the company operates is remarkable. And our guest today is going to tell us about it. P.J. Jonas grew up on an island off the coast of New Jersey. She received a Bachelor of Science degree in systems engineering from the University of Virginia and joined Capital One's reengineering group. A year later, she married fellow U of A graduate Jim Jonas, settling outside of Richmond on a small horse farm. She became a stay-at-home mom in 1997, spending the next 11 years raising and homeschooling her growing family of eight children. In 2004, the family moved to its three-acre Indiana home, and I understand that's expanded, and began to raise dairy goats for fresh, raw milk. See, this is a woman after my own heart. Seeing another opportunity to utilize the milk for her children's benefit, PJ began making goat milk soap as a natural skincare alternative to the commercial soaps her family had been using. In 2008, she began Goat Milk Stuff LLC in her family kitchen. Demand quickly grew, and in 2009, Jim joined the business full-time. Today, Goat Milk Stuff ships products to all 50 states and has customers on seven continents, and I'm happy to say I'm one of them. It is such a pleasure to introduce to you PJ Jonas. Welcome, PJ Thank you, Irene. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm excited to have you, too, because I love what you do. Tell us a little bit about yourself that the bio didn't cover and how you came to start, really start, what made you start making goat milk soap. Well, you mentioned that I have a big family. I have eight children, and they're all about a year and a half apart. People always want to know if there's any multiples in there, but there's no twins or anything like that. So... That's you know, a lot of time not being able to see your feet. Yeah, yeah, it was, you know, straight pretty much, and there was eight kids in ten years, so it was it was a, a fun and tiring time. Yes. Um, and so we homeschool them, and I always kind of, you know, keep an eye out for things that I can use as learning experiences. And we're always trying to, you know, be natural and, and healthier, so when I had the opportunity to get dairy goats, it was, you know, it was a, a very quick decision because I knew not only would we have access to the healthy milk, but the children would learn how to care for animals, you know, how to understand where food comes from and all that sort of thing. So we spent, you know, just a couple of years just having the goats. And then one day I had all the children in the bathtub. They were all in there. And I was just letting them play and splash around. And I actually, for the first time ever, read the ingredients on the back of the baby wash that I used. And I just I couldn't believe that it was full of, you know, all these petroleum-based chemicals and all these yeah. chemicals I couldn't pronounce. And I decided right then and there that I was going to learn how to make soap and, and make it for ourselves. Okay, and, how did you go about learning to make soap? How many things did you have to try before you found something that worked for you? 
Well, what I did was I just started researching on the Internet. And, and you know, the Internet is, is good and bad because there's a lot of really good information out there and there's a lot of very bad and dangerous out, information out there when it comes to soap making. So you really have to be careful and make sure that, you, you know, you're getting the proper information. So I gathered that all. I, you know, I gathered all my ingredients. I, I wrote out, you know, really detailed instructions. And then I just started experimenting. Um, and I finally came up with a formula that I really liked. Um, I had, you know, I really wanted it to be um, very long-lasting. I didn't want it to just melt away to nothing. I wanted it to lather really well so the kids would actually use it and, you know, wash their hands right. and create yeah. the bubbles. And, um, and I wanted it moisturizing. But what happened was, and this was just kind of a side benefit, when I, when I finally had it, the formula done and I put it in the shower, um, my husband started using it and... and a couple of weeks, he noticed that his fingertips were no longer cracking or splitting. And that was something, you know, he had suffered with for years. And no amount of, of lotions or anything ever made that better. And all I did was started making the soap, and that problem finally stopped. So that's when I kind of knew that I, you know, I had something here. You had something that worked. And then how did you go about figuring out what scents to put in it? There's so much out there. There's so much bad stuff. Yep, out. yep. Um, I started, I wanted things that did not have any parabens or phthalates in it. So those were kind of my two, you know, main in, things that I was looking for when I was going out for something that that I would consider safe. Um, and then it was just a matter of finding scents that we liked. You know, it's, it's so much fun to get new scents in and try it and soap it and to see whether it's, you know, it's something that we like because if, if it passes the 10-member test of our family, then we know we've got something good. Oh, I would think you have some pretty good critics by now, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely favorite scents and, and ones that they don't like so much. So you've been, you were making soap for yourself, and you were giving some as gifts for your friends who loved it. How and why did you decide to make it a business? We kind of just fell into it. We have um, a really large vehicle. It's called a Sprinter, and it, it takes diesel. And we were visiting my mom and um, stopped to get gas. And instead of putting diesel in it, they actually put gasoline in it. And they ruined the engine. They did over $9,000 damage to the engine. And we had to come up with um, this, you know, this $9,000. So we were trying. Yeah. Yeah. For for a single family with 10 people, it wasn't the easiest thing to do. And so we were looking for ways to, you know, cut back and do things. And, and I had bought a case of lye, which would be about enough soap for about, you know, to last our family about two years. And I thought, oh, I've got all this extra ingredients. I'll just make some soap and I'll sell some. And I could not believe the response that I got. You know, How did you contact the first people that you wanted to sell soap to? Well, we started out, I had a friend who had a, um, a natural food co-op, and I gave her some bars um, to add to her co-op, and then we went to a craft fair. And when we went to this craft fair, it was in the fall, so it was like an apple festival, and um, we sold we sold a good number of bars, but what we did was we had samples, and we gave samples out with business cards to everybody. And, you know, a couple days after the, the festival, the phone call started coming in. I got a sample. I loved it. I have to, you know, I need to get more. How do I get more? And so that was really kind of the start to the whole thing. And how long did it get you then to replace the motor in your vehicle? Um, it was, in yeah, I don't even remember, honestly. I mean, it, you know, within, we had, had done it, so it was just a matter of trying to, um, replace replace the <laughs> everything that we had stolen it from in the budget, but it was you know a few months. 
Gotcha. <laughs> I understand that budget thing. Now, with eight children, you know, for, for most couples, eight children alone would be a little bit overwhelming. <laughs> but you still manage to homeschool them and, and run a successful business. So, you know, kind of give me an overview of how you manage all of that. I mean, I only have two kids, and there was a few years that I thought I wasn't going to make it. Yeah. You know, Goat Milk Stuff, which is the business, is is a really big part of their homeschool education because so much of what needs to get done in there covers for things like their, you know, their writing skills. My daughter does a lot of the answering the customer email, so she's really um, learned a lot with grammar and punctuation and in responding to emails. And we do um, a blog, and the, the kids will help me write blog posts, so they cover a lot of their language skills doing that. I also have the older children, they've started a podcast, so they're learning how to speak properly and how to, you know, do all the mechanics of getting the, the podcast published and, and published on their blogs and things like that. So that covers a lot of their, um, their grammar and their English. And there certainly things, would be a lot of math involved. Well, yep, that's what I was going to say. You know, with all the, um, all the projects that need to get done, I'm always asking them to figure out the math to it. And I have the younger ones capable of doing it, and then the older ones have to check their work. You know, they do a lot of the spreadsheets with all the financials and ordering different things. You know, I have my my older son. He's now um, paying some of the bills and, and keeping track of the checkbook and things of that nature. So a lot of that kind of things get covered. And things like speech, you know, we go to the craft fairs, and they're speaking with um, customers and learning sales techniques and all of that kind of thing. So a lot of all that basic stuff gets covered just through the business. So it kind of doubles up in a lot of ways. You and, have a couple of children who seem to be majoring in drama. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, we do a lot of work with videos, and um, they definitely enjoy in fr- getting in front of the camera and, and, and playing and practicing and I've got my son now. He's doing the uh, the software, the green screen software for for publishing the videos. So um, that's been that's been a lot of fun. Before we go to break, and that's coming up quickly, tell the listeners how they can find you on the internet uh, because I know they're going to want to go look. Yeah, we've we've done a lot of work to make the website really fun. So you can just go to www.goatmilkstuffstuff.com. And you can pretty much find everything there. Um, and I encourage you to do that while we take a break. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, PJ Jonas, saying stay tuned. We're going to be back with more about goat milk stuff. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at World Talk Radio. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at World Talk Radio and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Are you where you want to be in life? 
Are you experiencing the happiness that you're entitled to? How'd you like to improve your life and well-being? Take a weekly break to listen to Change Your Mind, Change Your Life with your hosts, Jim and Lynn Swearingen. You'll learn how hypnosis can truly help you rewrite the chapters of your life. You'll also learn to change perceptions of what hypnosis is and what it isn't. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. My guest today is PJ Jonas, who with her husband and her eight children have a company called Goat Milk Stuff. And, you know, don't flinch at the word goat milk because this stuff is wonderful stuff. Um, PJ, each member of your family has a job in the business. So I have a couple questions about that. How do you and they juggle the schoolwork, the work in the business, playtime, family time, and how do they meet friends and participate in activities outside your house? Well, we try and structure the day so it, it has a, a fairly um, set pattern to it. You know, there's always a lot of variation, but we try and get up. We get all the soap work done in the morning. Um, we get that, you know, order shipped out. We try and process orders. Um, they ship out the same day, so we do that. And then we switch to schoolwork in the afternoon and then, you know, free time and family time and fun time gets done after that. And, and what about sports and things with children outside your family? Do, do they have time for that? Oh, yeah. We, um, you know, the thing with homeschooling is it takes so much less time to school than it does in the public school. I mean, oh, you know, yeah. my, my daughter who's doing high school and my son who's doing high school, you know, they get their, their whole thing done in an hour to two hours every day. So that just frees up a lot more time. And the boys do um, wrestle and they run track and cross country. And my daughter, um, who's the oldest, she volunteers at the library. And we all go to the family, um, as a family, to the YMCA. And they've got a lot of friends that they, they hang out there with and do, you know, exercise classes and play basketball with. So they're, they're always around other people. It sounds like so much fun to me. I wish you would adopt me. <laughs> I, I, I really want to do something like a roll call and let you tell me what everybody does in this wonderful business, what they're responsible for. Your husband, Jim, came into the business just, you know, he's the last one in, I yep. understand. Yep, he, so, he was working, you know, outside the home. And as the business started to grow, we kind of had the, the decision to make whether we were going to scale the business back or bring him on full time. And we all kind of had a family meeting and sat down and said, okay, you know, we're going to have to work really hard if we're going to grow this enough to support all of us and bring Daddy home. And everybody decided to, to bring him home, so... Do you have a vote? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Everybody votes. 
Well, we and it's pretty equal our votes too. I mean, mom and dad kind of have veto power if the kids do something crazy, but our votes don't really weigh any more heavily than theirs do. Although we're pretty good at you know kind of getting the younger children to vote with us. So, <laughs> but, so what is Jim basically responsible? For? Yeah, when he came onto the business, he took over the soap making. So he is now the one who makes all the soap. Um, oh. Based. Yeah, when I had started, my batch size was pretty small. I was making about 21 bars with a batch. And then when he came on, he was making 120 bars with a batch. And now he's up to 300 bars. So that's, that's pretty heavy. So that's I'm, what I call heavy lifting. Yeah, yeah, it so really are, is. Are you the PR side of it pretty much? Or yeah, you know? I do a lot of the, you know, the face, um, the face to face with the customers, the face to face with, you know, interviews like yourself. Um, I do a lot of um, just the detail and keeping the business going, the ordering, all of that kind of stuff. So that's kind of my role. Okay, then we start with the children. Brett's your oldest. She's 15? Yep, she's 15. She'll be turning 16 this this winter and is getting ready to drive, so she's really excited about that. And she's kind of... um, She's really good with all the customer service things. She's the one who she helps me answer all the emails and phone calls. She also prints all the orders in the morning and gets all the shipping, the postage ready so that the younger kids can pull them. And then she also does a lot of work with the computers. We have a. So she's kind of your office manager. Yeah, very much so. She does a lot with the website. She she helps me maintain that and and keep that functioning and, and everything going smoothly with the website. So, you know, if people didn't get the, the web address, it's goatmilkstuff.com. Go take a look. And, and be sure you watch the videos the children made <laughs> about their favorite soap. You will, you will feel so good when you finish watching those. Trust me. Yeah, I gotta tell you, Irene, I just put up a Indigo and Jade just did a new one today. So that was oh, up on I, the blog. Oh, yeah. Jade is, of course. <laughs> So, Jay's the youngest, and, and, and Jay's the youngest. Yeah, they're the they're the two fun ones right, to video right. with. Um, um, and then we have Coulter, who's fourteen. Right, Coulter is the one. He does all the the milking. Um, he takes care of all the goats. That's a that's a lot of work. And oh, then yeah. yeah, and then we've recently gotten him some help with that. He's still milking on the evenings and the weekends. But um, now in the mornings, he is kind of Jim's production assistant and helps him um, with the soap. He helps get things ready to be made, helps with the cleanup, helps with moving all the soap, that kind of thing. So I really like that because he's getting to spend more time one-on-one with Jim, and the two of them have some really good talks while they're doing that. So that's, that's, that's been a good switch. Yeah. time. Yeah. And then we come to Emery, who's 12. Um, Emery is kind of all over the place. He's really good at filling in what needs to be filled. In so like he was signing invoices today and he does a lot of the unmolding of the soap and the cutting of the soap. He also is the one who makes our bath fizzies, and then we have a new soap facility um, and we have a little retail area in there. And Emery is actually my flower guy, so he put together a whole bunch of flower arrangements for our retail shop that he's gonna that he's Lovely. got in there and he's got them for sale as well. So he's, <laughs> and he's then really we come good. to Fletcher, who's eleven. Yep. Fletcher is the one who pulls the orders. So when Brett prints the invoices, she gives them to him, and he pulls all of the products um, and to be to be sent out in the in the orders. And Graydon, Graydon helps Emery unloading, um, unmolding the soap and cutting it and bagging it and putting it away. And then if he's needed on orders, he helps pull orders as well. And he's nine. 
correct. And Hewitt is seven? Yep, Hewitt is our laundry guy. He's the one who shreds all the laundry soap and mixes all the laundry soap and helps to bag it. And then he does, um, he kind of fills in wherever, wherever is needed with help as well. And he's so cute. Yeah. And then we come to Indigo, who's six. Yep, Indigo and Jade kind of share duties. They like to work the two of them, the two little girls at the end. They like to work together. So you'll always find them in pairs. So they do a lot of the bagging of the soap. They do a lot of fetching things back and forth. And, you know, and, and they're very good in the assistant role. You know, oh, well, while somebody's doing something, Indigo, go get me this. Jade, go grab that. Because there's a lot of running around that always needs to be done. And they love to run around, I would bet. Yes. I, I see in the pictures that there's a playroom out there in, in the soap place as well. So yep. they have a chance to play when they get a little Yeah, it's itchy. always our goal. You know, we kind of have a, a motto around here. We work hard so we can play hard. And we try and keep, you know, while we're working hard and getting everything done, we try and keep it fun. We've always got fun music playing. You know, they love their Disney songs and their show tunes and all of that. So we're always singing and just having a good, you know, a good time while we're getting the stuff done. Well, they're wonderful with the slogan. Who came up with the slogan, work hard, get dirty, use good soap? That was my husband. He was and how did one. you get the goat in there? <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that great? It's like perfect it's timing. Yeah, the kids, we had uh, everybody record everything, and that was what came out as the, as the final best-sounding one. Oh, it, it just, it cracks me up. Every, I can listen to it off and on all day. I, it, I don't know why, but it just, it just makes me feel so good to hear that and the giggles and then the goat. And I know the goat's coming. So I start laughing even before I hear it. Yeah, you know, and that's a lot of, of what we do. I mean, we're a very family-friendly brand. You know, we try and, and provide soap that, that families can use that um, is going to help their skin, but, it's you know, it's going to be affordable. It's not a super-duper high-end um, product. You know, we just want it to be something that, that really makes people feel good. Well, and if people flinch at the, you know, I think most of your soap is like at $6, $6.50, something like that. Yep. But it lasts so long. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, it, you know, it, it lasts so much longer than, you know, than most things out there. And, and people are always amazed once they start using it. You know, I get a lot, oh, I wish it would use up faster so I could try a new scent. Um, so yeah, it, it really is surprising how long it lasts. Keep going. Yeah. Who comes up with ideas for new products? Does everybody... You know, have ideas that they pitch in? Yep, yep. A lot of it has come from things that we need as a family. Um, that's how a lot of it has started. And then we've got a very active Facebook page. So I'm always getting um, comments and feedback, people asking me for different things on there. So we always try and be really responsive and work on things that people are asking us for. Are you going to come up with a shampoo? <laughs> Well, we have a shampoo bar. I heard you said that you know you use the regular soap. I, I, and I didn't. I didn't see one when I looked the last time. But the regular bar works just yep. fine. Well, that's what all our boys use. They use the regular. My husband uses the tea tree soap in his hair, and the boys just use all that. But we do have the shampoo bar, which has a little more um, um, lather ability no. um, in it. Most women are so particular about their shampoo; they'd never think of using a bar soap and I don't think I'd ever used a bar soap on my hair before and I'm thinking I don't know why this won't work and I'm certainly not going to go streaking around trying to find (laughs) well we you know and we put rosemary and and nettle in and things that are really good for your hair too so we get a lot of a lot of good feedback from that 
I know that you have people selling your products for you around the country and around the world. How does that work for you? Does that keep you pretty busy or are they pretty self-sufficient? Um, you know, we, we answer questions and, and we help them get started and stuff like that. And then it's pretty much just applying. So um, it's a lot more um, initial work at the beginning than it is ongoing. So do most of them really develop a business with this? I mean, I can see how they certainly could. Yeah, a lot of that depends on um, how much work you're willing to put in. You know, a lot of people, um, if you've never uh, sold a product and don't have, um, you know, direct experience with, with what it takes to sell, a lot of people are surprised at how much work actually goes in. Yeah, it's funny, though, things. isn't it, how hard, how if you work hard, you seem to be more successful and yes. luckier <laughs> and all those things. Yes. Yeah. I've got, uh, actually have that up on my wall. Um, the harder I work, or the, I'm a great believer in luck, and I find the harder I work, the luckier the I am. Right. It's time for us to take a break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about the goats and, and, and more of the things that motivate you and keep you going. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, PJ Jonas. We're talking about goat milk stuff, and we're going to talk more about it when we come back, so stay tuned. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword World Talk Radio. Step up to the microphone. View the finalists right now on VoiceAmericaKids.tv. America's next great star is waiting to be discovered. Step up to the microphone is an exclusive presentation for VoiceAmerica.tv, where you can see and hear America's next top child star. The program is hosted by Voice America's own Cassie Frazier, and new episodes will be available every week exclusively at VoiceAmericaKids.tv. You can say you saw them at the beginning of their superstar career. Tune in to VoiceAmericaKids.tv. Everyone has a belief system that they stand by. It's comfortable and safe. If you believe that a hot stove will burn you, you won't touch it. Sometimes beliefs like this are practical, but some belief systems may be protecting you a little too much. These are the ones that might be holding you back. There's a secret to changing your belief system, and by doing so, achieve goals and live a happier, better life. Start by tuning in to Subconscious Beliefs with Dr. Hein Lambricks, broadcasting live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. My guest today is PJ Jonas, and we're talking about her family business, Goat milk stuff, wonderful product. Um, her website is, guess what? Goatmilkstuff.com. Now, PJ, we've talked about everything but the goats. Uh, I, I see on your website that every goat has a name and that you've had a lot of kids. 
we and, do. And, you know, come into the families. Tell tell us about the goats. The goats are wonderful. Goats are very um, friendly animals, very curious animals. We bottle raise our, our goat babies so that they're uh, very friendly and they look to us and you know know that they can trust us and know that they love us. Um, we we have so much fun naming them every spring. We I think last year we had forty eight babies born. Oh and, my goodness! Yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Do you um, keep all of them, or do you? No, them? no, we can't keep all of them. We I was kept, thinking well, you'd be overrun. Yeah, we kept um, seven seven kids this year, and um, and how do your kids feel about getting rid of the kid kids? It, they 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 cry when they're when their favorites uh, go. I try, you know, we try and decide before they're born who who's staying and who's going. I did give in this year, and they had their. Uh, favorite goat um karina was born which i did not want to keep i was not and they just they begged and begged and so we so we managed to keep oh they mom to you keep gotta one. give us <laughs> yeah yeah so um, so how many do you have that you you know work with right now we're milking 15 so we're milking 15 this year and then we kept the seven kids so we'll be freshening um 22 next year and starting out milking 22 and then we, we try and sell a couple of milkers because there's a lot of people who um, want to get started in goats, and it's easier for them to start with, with uh, a goat that's already had their babies, is already milking, and has been trained to milk properly. So, so, so we do try you do, do all the milking by hand? We do. Yep, we milk twice a day, uh, morning and evening, by hand. We have a, a milk machine for if we go on vacation and someone needs to cover for us, but it's a lot easier and faster for the boys to milk by hand than it is to clean out the milk machine. And I would think that the goats like it better too. I would think that that's a much yeah. more natural process. Yeah, it's actually a little bit healthier for them. It's there, you know, you can make sure that that you're doing the right thing and um, well, and that you get all the milk and yep, yep, all of that. Yeah, I grew so. up on a farm, but I never had a goat. Oh, there's so much fun. There's you know when when the when the kids are all born in the spring, we um. You know, because like I said, we bottle raise them, so they come in the house, and we make sure they get enough colostrum, and um, that they're all completely dried and warm. And and then the kids just, and my children will play. They play tag with the kids, and they just run and they chase and they jump. And we actually have one of the videos. I don't know if you saw the kids, kids, kids video. Um, I didn't, but I will. Oh yeah, that one's fun. It just shows them all running and jumping, and they do this jump and twist kind of thing. So baby goats are super fun. And it's a pretty interesting sex education class as well, I would think. Yeah, you know, I mean, they they know we're in the middle of breeding season right now. And um, it's kind of funny, though, because you would think they would put it together with the human thing, and they really don't. It's very... Uh-huh. Very set in their minds. This is what the goats do. <laughs> That's know, so. interesting. Yep. PJ, what motivates you? What keeps you going? You know, I really want my family... Um, to be a rock-solid unit. I want the children, you know, they're children, they're siblings, they're going to bicker and fight, but they're each other's best friends, and, you know, we. I want that relationship to just be super strong. So us all having, you know, the business and goat milk stuff, it gives us so much opportunity to work together, to fight together, to play together, to get everything um, done, and it lets the children, you know, I really want, we really take our homeschooling seriously and we really want to produce children that turn into adults who add something to society and we really feel like we're doing a good job with that. It sounds to me like you are. What are your greatest challenges? 
I know there has to be a lot of them. Yep, actually, right now the the, the biggest challenge that we face is um, face is dealing with the growth of the business. Um, you know, where it's the business is growing so fast, and and how to manage balancing um, all that extra work with keeping time for the children um, to get all their schoolwork done and all of that. So, you know, trying to integrate um, outside help that's not family in with our family has been very challenging. I would think that would be incredibly challenging, and I think that for some of the people you hire, it would be incredibly rewarding. Yeah, it is. You know, they they look and it's something they see differently, and but it takes a special person because not everybody can recognize, you know, that a twelve year old, a fourteen year old, a fifteen year old knows more than you do. Right. Or recognize that these children who are doing so many things are still children. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and that would be a challenge as well because they might expect them to to function totally right. as an adult. And right. Yeah. When they yet. say, you know, can you do this for me? And the kid says. Sure, and then you know, two minutes later, it's disappeared. <laughs> yeah, or somebody's in tears. Uh-huh. Yeah, what what are the greatest rewards? Honestly, it's having my husband home. Um, you know, he was always even when he worked outside of the home, he was always a very involved father. But you know, when you're gone fifty hours a week, sixty hours a week, you miss so much. And so having him here, having, you know, and the boys, because one of the things with homeschooling was I'm, I'm very um, dedicated to not raising a bunch of mama's boys. And so, you know, when something goes on and I can say, nope, go talk to your father. That's a daddy thing. <laughs> you know, oh, that's here. great. Do they do a lot of their schooling online or do you have a program that you get from the state or, you know, how, how does that work? Um, we're using, with the older children, when they get to high school, we're using a program called Switched on Schoolhouse, which is computer-based. Um, there are online components to it so like they can you know go on if they need to do something but it doesn't require that so they can do it when they're in the car and they can do it you know if we're going different places um so that's what the older children do the younger children do a lot of stuff that i've just put together um so you know it kind of fits their individual needs and learning styles do they have to pass state oriented tests you know um, not, I, I don't know how that works. Well, um, for homeschooling is legalized on the federal level and then um, controlled on the state level. So it's state by state what the different um, rules and laws are. And in Indiana, we don't have to take um, statewide testing. You know, when they um, when the older ones are getting ready for college, they'll probably take the SATs and that kind of thing, um, so that they've got you know they they can present that to admissions counselors and that and and that kind of thing. And this one just popped into my head. What do you do for science classes? You know, there's you, how do you do a lab? Well, actually, it's kind of funny that you say that because my husband taught science for seven years. Oh, um, well, there so you go. He's, you know, it's amazing the kind of things that you cover with biology and labs just being on a farm. Um, so a lot of that, you know, kind of gets covered that way. And then, um, you know, we haven't gotten into any higher level sciences that need anything detailed. You know, we haven't well, dissected frogs or anything like that. <laughs> you have something of a chemistry lab in in your soap. Well, exactly. Thanks. It's just there's yeah. a lot of it. You know, is it's just a real world application that you know. Yeah, okay, you might not dissect a frog, but you've been there when when baby goats are being born. <laughs> okay, this is right. the subject. Yeah, you know, the, you the, see all that. You know, the thing about dissecting frogs is you can see all the muscles and you can see the organs and yep. you know all of those things. And you probably could catch a frog or two. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're good at that. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Um, I, I don't know why this popped through. Do you have any water running through your property so they fish? <laughs> that's, that's no, no. And the the property that we're moving to has a creek on it, but the, where we're at right now doesn't have anything. So you're moving. We are. We. Um, you have a lot of building in progress. I understand. We do. We do. We bought a 36 acre piece of property about two years ago, right in the middle of Scottsburg, which is wonderful. And we've got high-speed Internet and all our infrastructure here. And so we've got three buildings to build, the house, the barn, and the soap room. And the soap room is up. That's where I'm sitting here talking to you right now. So we are operating the soap room out. And they've started uh, the basement on the house this week. And then hopefully in the next month they'll be starting on the barn. Oh, you have a lot of work ahead of you and a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of fun. I guess the next question, and I already know the answer to this. Would you do it again? Of course. Of course. If you could begin again, what would you do different than the way you've done it? Would you change anything drastically? You know, I really wouldn't. Um, we, If I had to say that there would be anything I would change, I would probably um, have tried to slow the growth a little bit. And I can say that now because we're on the back end of it. Right. You know, I mean, at the time we were, you know, we, we weren't quite supporting the family, so we needed to push the growth so we could support the family. But um, I would have, I would have taken a little more time to enjoy, um, you know, the progress, and, and probably not have worked quite as hard as I did. But. You know, maybe, maybe you would have. Who knows? Well, exactly. You know, I mean, it's, it's, we're right where I want to be. I mean, this is, you know, everything that I've, that I could have dreamed about. I get to, you know, work with my husband, work with my children. I get to make a bar of soap that really helps people with their skin. You know, every time I get an email from a mom who says, you know, my, my child had eczema and was scratching and, and everything. And now, you know, my child's not doing that anymore. I can't get any more rewarding than that. No, and, and, you know, those are magic words. I, I think many people have never been able to say them. Yeah, yeah. It's... And to hear that somebody can, that you can raise eight children, homeschool them, run a very successful business, have a product that helps people, have products that helps other people earn a living, you know, that's a tremendous accomplishment. You should be, you know, proud in the best sense of that word. Thank you, Irene. You know, I just, you know, you're a hero to me. <laughs> I wish more people could hear your story. And you've been on a lot of shows. And if people will go to the the self-improvement blog, they can see some of your videos right there in the right-hand you know, margin. Um, or they could go to YouTube and uh, search for Goat Milk Stuff or PJ Jonas, and you'll find some of these wonderful videos. Um, they're just, they're fun. All of them are uplifting. I've never heard a down kind of word in any of them, and that makes my heart sing Aww. when I find things that do that. Yeah, oh, I mean, you know. And that brings us right up to a break again. When we get come back, we're going to talk more with PJ Jonas about goat milk stuff, so stay tuned. Mm-hmm. 
We're making it easier to listen to the World Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at World Talk Radio and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Follow the World Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at World Talk Radio. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the World Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash World Talk Radio or follow along with us at World Talk Radio, the World Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1 866 613 1612. That's 1 866 613 1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the self improvement show. My guest today is PJ Jonas. With goat milk stuff, we've been talking about the children, the goats, the family business, all those things today. Uh, and I have a question. Your, your company has been so centered around the children and being a family business. You know, you have a 15 year old now. What do you do when your children start getting old enough to leave home to go away to college, get married, you know, whatever? What, what do you do? Have, have you started planning for that? No, I mean, the goal has always been for the business to be big enough that if any of the children want to work in the business, it's there and it can support them. Um, you know, we encourage them to do whatever it is that they want to do. And, you know, my daughter, who's the oldest, said that, you know, she thinks that she wants to go off, get a job for, you know, a year or two and then come back so she knows what it's like out there. Um, so that, you know, she has that comparison. And I've told her I think that's a very wise idea. And, you know, she won't, won't know how good she's got it here until she goes out and works for somebody else. <laughs> and you won't know how much she really does until she's not there. Oh, she does a lot. Yeah. yeah. And what about the rest of them? Are they pretty positive about this? I mean, almost every fam- family has a little rebel, um, one that says, I don't like this, I don't want to do it. No, I mean, they all really enjoy it. Um, you know, they're, they're kids and they'll have days that they don't want to do their chores, but, um, you know, that's not a big issue. We were sitting at the, the table the other day and, and one of my sons said, um, Emery said, he said, you know, I think when I'm older I want to run the business, but I don't want to, I don't want to run it by myself. And Graydon looks at him and goes, well, get yourself a wife. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so, um, you know, it'll be here. You know, my, my oldest son, Coulter, he really wants right now, he's 14, he wants to run the business. Whether that stays the same or changes, you know, time will tell. But it'll be here if, if that's what they want. 
And, and you're setting everything up for it. You you have a whole new, actually a compound with the with the goats and the the soap barn, and now your home. I read one of the the comments on I think on your blog. The woman said, "I see that you've built a house for the goats." Um, and she didn't know it was a soap house. Probably driving by, you built a house for your goats, and it looks like it's way too nice for a bunch of goats or something like that. I'm yep, sure. yep, that was that was a common misconception. The, the the barn for the goats hasn't been built yet, but you know everything is just really um, designed for the children to have options and to learn and to be able to do what it is that that they're talented and and what they're best suited for. Now, and it seems like you have, you know, a pretty multi-talented bunch. You know, it seems that all of them are finding the thing that they're good at, and that's what they do in the business. Well, and that really, to me, is is the power of homeschooling, because when you're in the public school, you know, everybody kind of has the same education, and yes, you can take some electives here and there, but when you're homeschooled from a, a very early age, you can find out where your gifts are and where your talents are and really... Um, kind of, you know, um, get your education geared towards strengthening those strengths even further. And you're absolutely right about that. You really know. And, and you don't have the time to spend with your children when they're gone into school all day, so you don't see some of the talents that they have. You know, you have the opportunity to, to be with them and, and see who they really are, which is such a Plus. Yeah, you know, I read something the other day that said that um, instead of trying to um, fix your weaknesses, you're, you're much better off working on even improving your strengths even more because our weaknesses always tend to be our weaknesses and it's our strengths that really set us apart. So if you can find the perfect job for you that really exploits your strengths, then that's where you want to be. Absolutely. Spoken like somebody right out of the pages of positive psychology. <laughs> <laughs> right on. What's next for the Jonas family? Well, we're really doing um, more of what we're doing. We've been so excited to get into our into our new soap room because it just gives us the space that we haven't had before. And so we're going to be adding um, some new products and trying to um, focus a little bit more on wholesale so that, that it's in more local stores for people as well. But it's really just continuing to build and, and doing more of the same and keeping on with the homeschooling and and just being the family that we are. Now, what's it going to be like to have your house back as a house? I can't even imagine what it's going to be like <laughs> to just be like, okay, we're done. You know, we're leaving the sober room. We're done with work for the day. We're going home and, and you know, not having the phone ring at, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning to have people oh, asking say, for soap. I got <laughs> <And> soap. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. And my thought just went flitting out of my head. <laughs> Tell me, and I, and I got it back. I'm old, so you have to bear with me sometimes. Um, what's what's a typical day like? You know, you get up early, have to, to melt goats and do all those things. So, you, you know, surprised. basically everybody's people, up by when. People, we don't really get up until, like, you know, after 7, you know, around oh. 8. <laughs> We're and not... who, who does all the cooking and the things in the house? And all of that still has to be done. Yeah, um, we mostly eat um, breakfast and lunch kind of in shifts. You know, three or four will do, okay, who wants eggs? And eggs will get made. You know, who wants pancakes? And some pancakes will get made. Um, the kids are very good at, at doing that and cleaning up after themselves. Dinner is always a family affair. We always eat that out, um, that together. 
and usually um, I'll get that going, but sometimes, you know, I'll ask. The, the children all know how to cook, so I'll ask. They each have their specialty meal, so if we're having spaghetti, I'll, Emery's, that's Emery's meal, and if we're having, um, you know, hamburgers, that's Coulter's meal, and <laughs> so I'll, I'll assign it to a specific person. That, you know, that's wonderful. Now, I don't know how my sons learned to cook because I really didn't teach them, but they both are wonderful cooks, and it's such a plus in the family when everybody gets to share in doing the meal. Yeah. Now, um, it's an important life skill to have. There's there's no reason for me to do it all every day and, and not and not teach them. I have a thing that I um, that I say all the time. We have our youngest person rule, which means that the youngest person capable of doing a job does it. And that way, everybody's learning and everybody's, you know, gets to <laughs> reach adulthood and, and know the important things of how to do. Yeah, the same thing with laundry. They must have to sort their own, see that their clothes are put away, because you couldn't possibly keep up with all of that. Actually, the 8-year-old does all the laundry. He's the one who does all of that, and then um, they put it in their own drawers. That but, would be Hewitt. Yes. Yep, Hewitt does all the laundry. He's been doing that um, for almost two years. He started when he was six. So he does all of that, and Graydon, um, who is nine, almost ten, does all the dishes. He's the one who washes all the dishes. Um, so those two kind of are the ones with the, the big jobs because that way it's always getting done, and we always have clean clothes and we always have clean dishes. Ah, I'm beginning to see how you manage to get it all done. Yep. It's a team effort. It has to be a team effort. Yep. And, you know, like I said, we work hard so we can play hard. You know, we're always, the the end goal at the end of the day is to have time together as a family so we can read or play a game or go out and play football or, you know, or do something together, go to the Y and do something fun. You work hard, get dirty, and use good soap. Exactly. Oh, my. We're getting really close to the end of the show. Can you tell us what is the final thought you'd like to leave with our listeners today? You know, I just want to encourage everybody that if you have a dream, if you, if you have a lifestyle, something that you want, you can achieve it. You know, you just have to work towards it. You have to take that baby steps. You have to be willing to sacrifice things. You know, there's a, there's a lot of good things that I've had to sacrifice for the business. You know, the kids used to take piano lessons and violin lessons, and when we started the business, there just really wasn't time for that. And that was kind of hard to let go because I thought those things were very good, but I thought that having my husband home was even more important. So, you know, to have those hard conversations and talk about where you want to go because even, you know, even in this economy, you can still get there. You can still do the things that you want to do. You absolutely can, and it's interesting how many people are being very successful even though the the economy is not. Yep, agreed. Yeah. How lovely. Next week's guest is Michael Luckman, who wrote a book called Overcoming Fear. Uh, It basically is a book for salesmen, but, you know, anybody who has ever felt fear should hear what Michael Luckman has to say um, and if they do, we should have an enormously listening audience next week, wouldn't you think? He has some, some wonderful things to say about overcoming fear and some exercises that you can do to help you get through it. PJ, I have an idea that you experienced a little bit of fear here and there along the way. 
Um, yeah, but it was, it was pretty scary when we um, stopped getting my husband's paycheck, you know, because like I said, the business wasn't really supporting us. We knew it was doing well, but to say, okay, you know, we're going to be fully responsible and not have that paycheck to fall on, that, that was probably the scariest part of the whole time. And look at you now wondering, you know, how you can keep up. Um, you're having to hire people from the outside. You're worldwide. You're certainly nationwide with this wonderful product. If you've forgotten or have lost where you wrote it down, write down again, goatmilkstuff.com. This is Irene Conlon and my guest PJ Jonas saying thank you for being with us today. I encourage you to look at her website to try out her product and know how lovely it is. And when you do, think about those eight beautiful children and all those goats who worked to make your skin soft and nice and moist and all those lovely things. This is Irene Conlon saying goodbye today for me and PJ Jonas. Come back again next week and hear Mike Luckman. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.